You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour here on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock. Uh, we have Dylan Mons coming up from the Ames Tribune. He'll join us at about one twenty. We'll recap Baylor, do a little bit on the tournament uh, that the, the Puerto Rico tip-off. Uh, Dylan wasn't there covering it, but uh, I'm sure he saw some of the game. In fact, I know he did because, according to Twitter, Tommy Birch and Dylan were not trapped in the Dallas airport, but waiting for their flight and found a bar that was showing the game. So that made the boys a little bit more happy as they uh, had their travel issues getting back home. Wait, so wait, wait. Birchie was excited to be in a bar. I, they're I, floored by that, I, aren't I, I, you? I couldn't believe that. Well, I was, uh, yeah. No, I'm not sure if the folks at Good Sons think he's running around <laughs> them or not. <laughs> right, right. Boy, every single beat. It's, 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 I'm not sure. I don't know Birchie. I, I shouldn't say that. I know Tommy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never been out with Birchie, but it sounds like he spent some time at Good Sons, right? <laughs> I've uh, met him there has a time their or own two. Favorite establishment. So yeah. you've been there with him. Yeah. Is it when he walks in, it's kind of like it Norm. Is. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah. They they all know him, and it's good to be with Tommy because he knows the people, and you get things a little cheaper, you know that way. Ah, uh-huh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Working an angle there, Trent, at the track. Uh, let's uh, recap the high school football real quick. Yeah. Uh, you did the one A and the four A game. Uh, no shock that Dowling won. Some of a shock that Van Meter won their first state title, but you told me off air that they dominated the football they game. Did. Great for them. I mean, um, the, the community was was great. I mean, they were, as you would expect, when you bring home a state title for the very first time, uh, wrapped up in it and good for them. Yeah, I love, you know, the small school stuff, too. I grew up in small towns, mm-hmm. so... Uh, seeing the guys out there, they're undersized. You know, they got a kid that plays cornerback for them and plays wide receiver. Five, eight, go both ways in those yep. levels. Yep. Absolutely. But he's, I mean, incredibly fast. But you know, five, eight, one sixty, you can get away with it in 1A football. Yeah. 4A level, probably not. You know, so no fluke beating Regina? No, not at all. They dominated the football okay, game. Good. They were just a lot better than Regina was. And saw Marv Cook's... Uh, Next son, playing quarterback in a reserve role. He's a freshman. Oh, is he? Yes, and he looks it. Six foot four. Already? 155 pounds. Oh, well. It's real thin. Yeah, that's okay, though. Just a freshman, right? Yep, so yep. by the time he graduates, maybe he's, he's certainly got some uh, opportunity to Room push to grow. Some, absolutely. <laughs> he's got uh, the frame, frame to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's a lefty. Ashton ah. was his name. And uh, he's got a little Ashton ways to go. Ashton Cook. There's an, there's never a famous at, I don't Ashton Kutcher. Maybe that's, that's it. That, I think that's where you're going. You're going down that road. Uh, then Dowling in the mm-hmm. late game. You know, I, I, I watched the first quarter of the football game and then came back in the third quarter. Um, I was really impressed by both quarterbacks. Yes. I was really impressed by the West quarterback to begin the football game. Mm-hmm. You could see the game plan was going to be to try to throw the ball over the middle and try and beat the uh, – Dowling Catholic through the air, and then their corners caught on. They got some really talented guys, yes, too. Um, but was, I mean, kind of recap that one for us. Was, did you, was there a time that you thought, you know what, maybe Dowling's not going to, they're going to have their streak snapped? Was there ever a time? Never that far. It was, hey, we got a game. That's what I, I thought. You know, that's kind of more what it was. Never had the thought, though, that they were going to lose the football game. It's still... The way they dominate up front and it's just the size that they have. But up when there. they went up seven zip, West, I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we got something here. I was th- I was thinking maybe we'll have a game. Right, maybe. right down the field. Right, and then right back seven yeah, seven. And yeah. but they cut it to two scores in the fourth quarter, and you know had a couple of shots to even cut into that. So at least it was an entertaining. Mm-hmm. We've seen so many blowouts, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I had a real fun time. Just you know 
talking to some Dowling people about that, and they kind of said the same thing. So stopped on my way back from Cedar Falls, a couple exits out of uh, on 20 at the Grundy Center exit. There's a BP there. Mm-hmm. It took a long time to get my gas because really? everybody, everybody made that had same, the same stop. idea. Yes, yeah. yes, made that same stop. And talking to a couple people there, and they said it was actually probably the most fun championship game because at least it was competitive, mm-hmm. something that they hadn't seen in the four other championships that they had. Entertaining game, but still Dowling's at top, and you know it's Dowling. They're going to reload once again. They got a couple of young guys in the system that look good. Always do, Trent. Tom Wilson has built something. I never thought we'd see anything like this at the four A level. But Valley was kind of like that for a while. I mean, never not like to this, this extent. Right. I agree with yep. you. But it, but it looked like for a while that Valley might be mm-hmm. on that. But to do mm-hmm. it this consistently over and with you know teams being built up and knowing for the valley side well you had dowling out the other side and mm-hmm. walkie was building and you had yeah. the yankee school johnston was building for right a while. and on and on and on to do this year after year yeah. after year and really i don't know in the 10 matchups that they've had in the domes there been anything even close mm. the walkie scored against them a couple years mm-hmm. ago but it was still it was like 46 34 or something like that it just they they get to the dome and it ta- seems like the they Allen take it to game, another. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they was, that was a good football it game. It was, yeah. yeah. And even with that one, you still never. Dowling at least, was a better team. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was Dowling year after year. Tom Wilson, I mean, just keep going. It'll end at some point. It always does. But for the foreseeable Briefly, future, Trent, yeah. it will end maybe for yeah. Look, they're not going to win. Well, <laughs> they're not going to win every year, but right. uh, if, when they do happen to have a down year, you know they're coming back. Speaking of down years, not a down year, but a down day. Mercifully, is the Hawkeye Hoopsters is the game over? It is over. They are uh, Kevin Lehman, our buddy. He is interviewing Bob Marlin, the head coach for Louisiana Lafayette. You know Bob, know his work. I'm not familiar with Bob. <laughs> me, me neither. Kevin, yes. 80-71, the final in as the Hawkeyes fall to 3-1 and one on the young season. So favored by 8, lost outright by 9. By 9. There's a nice little money line play for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's they got off to a slow start. It was both teams really played poorly the first five, six minutes of the game. Louisiana Lafayette ratcheted up the pressure even more, started to get out and transition a little bit. Iowa couldn't hit a shot. Down 20 at the half. And they battled back, and they got it to 9, 10 a couple of times. But you, know, you, you just can't do that. Right. You can't do that in college hoops. And now, well, you hope you finish off here and at least win two games. You know, they went down there, and I think most people said, hey, you go 2-1, and one, lose to Cincinnati. That's but all right. lose to Cincinnati was yes. the one. Not lose. right out of the shoot to Louisiana. Right. Yeah. Right. And now you're taking on whoever loses the next game. They'll have mm. a loss on their resume. It's, it's not a positive sign. And this is as much talent as around. And I still believe this is a very talented Iowa basketball team. Still very young, too. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe that was the part that we were missing. As we saw this young talent and the national prognosticators that didn't have him as a tournament team, even regionally. And there Big were Ten a lot people. of them, yeah. Trent. I mean, there was more people locally that were, uh, what is the national? And I was yeah. one of them. What are they missing here? Right. This is a tournament team. Is it this fact? And you alluded to it in the first hour. I mean, this is a guards game. Mm-hmm. And athletic guards, you're not going to find them on Iowa's roster. No, not at all. Isaiah Moss has athleticism, but it's not lockdown defender. He didn't shoot it very well himself today. Nobody did. Beach legs, well, Louisiana Lafayette's been there too. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the beach is there for them also. Well, when did they get there? They got there yesterday, right? Didn't they? Is find... that what it was? I thought they just got there. That's kind of odd in its own right. Yeah, I'm trying to think back to over the weekend. I uh, they had the pictures on Twitter getting on. Maybe it was Saturday. I, I think well, it was Saturday. It might yeah. have been Saturday. 
regardless. It would make more sense. But it's no excuse. Right. No excuse to come out as flat as you do. No excuse to get down 20 and a half to Louisiana Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Just can't happen. Bohannon turned the ball over a bunch early on. He sat for a long stretch. In fact, during that big run where Louisiana Lafayette jumped out to the double-digit lead, he was on the bench because he was terrible early mm-hmm. on. Missing shots, turning it over. Pulled him. Well, Fran, you don't got a backup point guard. All right. And that's kind of what you get into. If Connor McCaffrey is available, did he make the trip? Did Connor McCaffrey make the trip? With I didn't Mono? see him on the. I I didn't look closely. I looked over at one point. I didn't hope, see him. I mean, with Mono, it's pretty contagious. At least early on in the process. And you don't want to. I mean, that's not something you want to mess with because no. if it hits even harder, you're going to be down for months and months yep. and months. No so question about. You got to assume, yeah, he's at home. Well, we'll see how they bounce back tomorrow. But unfortunately, they'll be on the loser side of the bracket. They'll play tomorrow morning at eleven. Trent, if you'll allow me to do this. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Wednesday, November 8th, I think it was, mm-hmm. you were, where were you? Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids Zoom Volleyball. Yep. So um, uh, Tim Dara is, who's been, was a, um, an alum, I guess, of Sports Talk Radio, at least at some point. He just, just to, Tim Dara passed away this weekend. Um after the Hawkeye game, apparently from a, um, a, a massive cardiac event, um, sat in here with me and did the first hour of the show. Uh, Tim, just so you know who Tim is, for, for our, I know you do, but for our listening audience out there, Tim worked at the Jock. When we first started, we're going back into the late 90s now, Terrell and I did mornings, mm-hmm. And then eventually we put on an afternoon show that was Bob Dyer, former Register reporter, rest his soul. Uh, he passed away a few years back. And Tim Dara. It was the double D's is what we called it. Dara and Dyer, the double D's in the afternoon. Um, and they probably spent, I don't know, two, maybe two and a half years doing afternoon drive. And at one point... When the jock kind of changed hands, Tim Dara went over to 940, and amongst other people he worked with, he worked for, a, for at least for a period with Steve Dace. Steve Dace um, and and Tim Dara worked, I think, afternoons over there. So Tim was trying to get back into Sports Talk Radio, and we were trying to make that happen for him. And In fact, we were so far along in the process uh, that there were discussions here uh, at Cumulus, about putting Tim on on Saturday mornings. You were privy to those conversations, Trent. Yep. Uh, you knew that he was going to, um, in all likelihood, get an hour or two and kind of work his way back into it or start his way back into doing Saturday mornings. He was the former president of the Polk County Eye Club. Uh, and if you're a Hawkeye, and if you're a Hawkeye that's a Hawkeye fan that's in your 40s, 50s, 60s, there's a pretty good chance at one point that you cross paths with Tim Dara. So it's just, um, it's it's very sad in mid-60s um, that Tim, who was in here doing talk radio, and he just loved it. He was so, um, he, he texted me, called me after the hour. He's just so grateful that he had that opportunity and grateful, quite honestly, Trent, that, you know, that we were, um Moving things along, we don't we don't have any pull over here. It's not like <laughs> other places we might have had. Yeah, um, you know where we have to answer people here. Right, but we were asking the right questions. It looked like he was finally going to get his show, and unfortunately, um, Tim passed away this past weekend after his Hawkeyes. Uh, he's sitting uh, in his car waiting to uh, to leave Kinnick Stadium when apparently uh, the event occurred. Yeah, just a, a terrible story. I never got to uh, meet Tim, but I've heard the stories that you've told throughout the years about him and. 
Yeah, uh, just a terribly sad story. I saw that from mm-hmm. Rick Brown on yep, Twitter. That was, was the first, first place, place I saw it too, yeah. And uh, yeah, just and, and when I saw it, I'm like, well, I wonder if that's the same Tim Dara. That's the same Tim Dara. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't claim to know him well. He worked afternoons. I worked mornings, so mm-hmm. the morning shift is long gone. Yeah. Right by the time the afternoon get shift gets in, and then he went over to the 940 as Gartner and Burnaby and Company tried to launch a sports station over there, worked there for a while, and then... Um, you know, Tim reached out to me when when I came over here to work with you, said, look, there's a very opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Um, but uh, very sad. Uh, Tim, they a really good guy, and I know a lot of people are really going to miss him. Uh, James uh, wants to uh, chime in here. We uh, welcome his call. Uh, James, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Great show as always. I was just wondering, the NFC, seems, it seems like the NFL has an in- conference imbalance problem. and like, it sure does this like- year. It feels like the Patriots are a given, but there's one team, and it's not the Steelers, that I think have a chance. I was wondering what your thoughts. The Jaguars have the most the most suffocating pass defense they I've really seen in do. a long time. But it's probably better than Seattle so, with the Legion of Boom. And it's, the pass rush is very Denver-esque the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and then they have a scary secondary. Well, I was wondering what are your thoughts, and I'll hang up and listen. James, Thank you. James, thanks for the call. I couldn't agree more about that defense. Unfortunately, Blake Bortles, uh, Blake Bortles is, is, is the quarterback of that team. Jacksonville's one of those teams that's um that I don't want to say come out of nowhere cuz a lot of people they're kind of the chic pick Trent yeah. every year to you know give me a team on the outside that may find their way into the playoffs. James I couldn't agree with you any more on the, on the defense. They are loaded. And when they brought mm-hmm. up Marcel Darius over from Buffalo at the trade deadline to make what is a was a terrific defense even better. You're right about the secondary. Ramsey. Boy, yeah, I mean, they got terrific corners. Yeah. Everybody talks about, you know, Chris Harris and Tlaib being the NFL's best secondary or, or, or DBs. I'm not so sure that the best corners in the NFL don't reside in Jacksonville. Defense set. Offense, though, Trent, it's bad. I'm just not buying in. Do you see portals after the game? I did not. What did he say? Well, I, and I didn't even listen because I was chuckling to myself so much. <laughs> right. He shows up at the podium looking dapper. Like got a his, quarterback. Yeah, suit not and Cat tie. Not Newton dapper. Right. No, 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 no. Just right. a gray suit and mm-hmm. nice you know, shirt and tie and, and a stocking cap to go along with it. Mm. A toque. Toque. <laughs> uh, look, right now the, the three seed in the NFL, they're, they are, I, I mean, it's them or Tennessee, don't you think, to win the South? Yeah, yeah. And and Jacksonville could win, and James, to James' point, they can win because of that defense. They are absolutely legit. But we see this year after year. When you get into the playoffs, if you have a bad quarterback, mm-hmm. you're done quickly. Yeah, most years. You're, you're done quickly. Mm-hmm. I've bet on too many times Tom Savage's of the world to, to, to lay any of my hard-earned money when we get to that point. They're the three-seed hosts in the six, whoever the godforsaken six turns out to be, which in its own right. right. now is it Buffalo? Do you see how they look? I'm telling you, the Chargers are getting in. Yes. I've been riding this. Ch- give been, me, give me Phillip Rivers and the points in right. that spot right now. I agree with you. Right now, they got a big game in, on Thursday against Dallas. They're the middle yeah. game. I think they can give the Cowboys all they oh, want I'm with you. on a short week. Give me Tyrod Taylor if he gets the job back. No, what? he's he got in. He, didn't he get? He, he played. <laughs> he did late yeah. in the game. When uh, Nathan Peterman late Ooh. to Pittsburgh, how many picks did he throw? Five? Five picks. Four in the first half, came back out and threw another pick to start the second half. And he should have never been should've put never in that Should have never been spot. in the game. Never. What's McDermott thinking? I mean, what was behind this move? Because Tyrod Taylor was not going down the field enough. It was as simple as that. They were sick of him being a yeah. check down Charlie. Yeah. They wanted to have somebody that would take He took shots. Yeah. 
Only problem is the other team grabbed him. Right. Uh, to James' point, I mean, uh, and you and you love Ramsey, and I couldn't agree mm-hmm. with you more. Remember Boye last year, the year he had with the Texans, and parlayed into that big offseason uh, free agent contract. He's been terrific. Uh, but Malik Jackson and Marcel Darius in the middle of that line, and Malik Jackson was elite, and Denver couldn't afford him. Got his Super Bowl ring. In fact, he fell on the Malik Jackson fell on the ball in the end zone, the strip of Cam Newton at the beginning of the football game for Denver's first score. Do you remember that mm-hmm. trend? Yep. Von Miller causes the fumble. Malik Jackson falls on it instead of keeping it. Decides to throw it out of the uh, <laughs> into the stands. Calais Campbell comes over from Arizona in the off season. He's elite. That defensive line is Fowler's finally kind of. There's another guy that's finally playing up to his college. Uh, yeah. the, the, what we thought he was going to be in college. So. Uh, this is a very good football team. Very the, good. On the defensive side the of the defensive ball. defensive side. Blake yeah. Bortles is not beating Tom Brady I just don't think or he Ben is. Roethlisberger. I don't think he is. And or depending he... on the sixth seed, I'm liking the points already there. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, it's um, they got they got a team. They just don't have a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a timeout. We've got a Dylan Moss. He's coming up next. Look forward to that. We're a couple of minutes late to get to Dylan, but we will do so uh, uh, right after this quick timeout. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conn and myself, noon to 2, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Tonight on the CW's new military drama, Valor, when life and death are just part of the job. Every second counts. Even the best. Eye on the prize. There's no room for mistakes. And I won't make any. Can be their own worst enemy. Why does a guy who's been hell and back suddenly question everything? Everybody's got a breaking point. Valor, following Supergirl. All new tonight on The CW. Don't miss Valor. Tonight at 8. Followed by CW Iowa News at 9. Pushing snow with a Fisher Plows Extreme V V plow that you'll find at Shuling Hitch isn't just a job this winter. It's kind of a rush, too. The Extreme V V plow can change from V to straight to scoop. It's versatile and efficient. With the exclusive Fisher Trip Edge design and fast hydraulics, you'll get the job done faster. Shop for your new Fisher Plows blade at Shuling Hitch Company. Two locations off 2nd north of the Interstate Des Moines and Alexander Avenue in Ames or shulinghitch.com. Are you ready to throw the cigarettes away and make the switch? Look no further. Central Iowa Vapors has you covered. Every single one of our employees has once been in your shoes. Central Iowa Vapors is running a huge Black Friday sale with unbelievably low prices and amazing doorbusters. Stop by Central Iowa Vapors on Black Friday at 9 a.m. to throw the cigarettes away and make the switch for as low as $15.95. Central Iowa Vapors proudly serves Iowa with eight convenient locations. Visit iowaesigs.com for location details. And always remember, 
It's not smoke, it's vapor. Holidays are about family, traditions, and heritage. If you're Irish, Welsh, or Scottish, the only place to find unique Celtic gifts is a Celtic tradition. Open out Saturday the 25th and Sunday the 26th. Sample some Celtic sweets. A Celtic tradition. 7672 Hickman Road, Windsor Heights. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conn and myself with you right up until uh, 2 o'clock. Uh, still to come on the program, well, Dylan Montz momentarily from the Ames Tribune. Uh, Nick Athen, uh, Chiefs Insider on Twitter. We'll do a little uh, segment with Nick on the floundering Kansas City Chiefs. When I say floundering in football, I, as a fan of the Denver Broncos, I know floundering football teams. <laughs> they are front and center right at the top of that list. Uh, let's get to uh, Dylan Mons. He was in Waco at McLean Stadium to watch Iowa State uh, put another one in the win column, and Dylan joins us. Dylan, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Doing pretty well, guys. How about yourself? Uh, doing fine. Uh, David Montgomery had, was having a, a typical David Montgomery game where just breaking tackle after tackle, making guys uh, look uh, bad on the football field as they just can't get this guy on the ground. And then it happened, and when it happened... Uh, it certainly looked worse than I guess this is turning out. Uh, Dylan, when you saw it, and then when you heard after the football game that um, 
that maybe the news wasn't as bad as first feared. Were you surprised because it looked awful? And by all accounts, David Montgomery will start and play in Manhattan this coming Saturday. Yeah, I was really surprised. Just the way he went down and having his ankle kind of be bent back underneath him and the way he reacted was, I think, the most surprising and uh, scary thing. Uh, he, he, you see David Montgomery take big hits and get tackled. And, you know, he's a running back. He's going to get hit a lot. So, But the way he reacted, I thought, was really unordinary. And um, obviously seeing the card come out and uh, go on the sideline and have him taken back into the locker room was was, uh, you know, obviously really bad at that timing. Um, you know, it would have soured the win if if you lose him for any significant amount of time. But I think uh, from all indications, it sounds like uh, he'll... A child abduction emergency has been issued. This is an Amber Alert. Iowa law enforcement has determined that a child has been abducted and the life of the child is in danger. Repeating, this is an Amber Alert. Iowa law enforcement has determined that a child has been abducted and the life of the child is in danger. An Amber Alert is in effect for Iowa. Here is specific information regarding the Amber Alert. The child was abducted on Monday, November 20th at 3.50 a.m. from Denshin, Iowa. The suspect vehicle used in this abduction was a white 2016 four-wheel driven Nissan bearing the following Iowa license plate number, plate East. Y. B. 9. 8. 2. The vehicle was possibly traveling unknown at this time en route to unknown at this time. The child is a female 12 years of age. The child is described as 5 foot 2 inches tall, weighing 85 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. Repeating, the suspect vehicle used in this abduction was a white 2016 four-wheel drive Nissan bearing the following Iowa license plate number, plate East. Y. B. 9. 8. 2. The vehicle was possibly traveling en route to unknown at this time. All abductors should be considered dangerous. To report information concerning the abduction of this child dial 911. Attention media, for complete information regarding this Amber Alert, please visit the iowaamberalert.org website. to miss a little bit of time that he can come in and at least give him a little bit there at running back and, and, and do some different things for him. On the defensive side of the football, Brian Peavy, he's had a really nice year. Uh, that might have been his best game, and that's saying something because he shows up uh, most weeks uh, and does something that, uh, that that impresses the heck out of you. DeMonte, Ruth, Payne, both. This, the, the corners were really good, and in particular, Brian Peavy had a terrific game, including uh, that maybe game-changing fumble that he caused uh, that, uh, that, uh, that he came away with. And last week, Matt Campbell talked about Alan Lazard's touchdown catch uh, from Joel Lanning is maybe the best, one of the best football plays he's ever seen. And he kind of, uh, you know, went as far today to say uh, that that Brian Peavy fumble recovery uh, was probably one of the best football plays he's seen all season from this team. It, just the amount that, that Peavy had to do, he had to come kind of crash in from the side 
uh, ran right into the bull carrier, had him wrapped up, just ripped it right from his hands and fell on it. it that's not a, an easy play. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of strength. Um, it takes being in the right place at the right time, but it also kind of takes instincts to play yourself in that spot. And um, like you said, Brian Peavy's uh, been a guy that has given him good football all season, and he had 10 tackles again against Baylor to, to lead them there. But um, a really heady player, uh, really smart, uh, I think, um, you know, Matt Campbell talks about him being one of the guys that's come in a lot in the offseason, and, you know, you can always find him in there either watching film or working out with some of the other DBs uh, on the field in the practice facility. So, um, and, you know, Matt Campbell talked about him needing to play his best, best football at this time as Iowa State's trying to uh, get over the hump, and obviously they're finishing with a winning season now regardless. But um, to kind of uh, up the ante a little bit even more here is going to be key, but a really good game out of him. So it's Purple Kansas up next, as the fan base likes to call them. Mm-hmm. Wildcats, uh, a disappointment, I think most people would think this season. Top three, four pick at the very least, and it's not going to be the case for Bill Snyder's squad. But a thorn in the side throughout the years. The importance of this game, yeah, there's still a outside shot at the Big 12 uh, championship game, but just in the here and now for them in Kansas State and, and getting over the hump. Explain the importance of this game. Yeah, I think, uh, for one, you do talk about the series. I think Kansas State's won the last nine, eight or nine. Um, it's, I think Gene Chizik was the last coach that, that beat a Kansas State team, and he was coaching against Ron Prince. Uh, so that tells you <laughs> kind of how long it's been since Iowa State's beaten K-State. But the thing that K-State has always done and continues to do under Bill Snyder is take care of the football, don't get penalized, uh, and really kind of just uh, bleed your defense dry a little bit and go on these really long sustained drives that end in points. Um, you kind of saw them get a little bit more explosive on offense against Oklahoma State, and then the Cowboys were obviously able to come back a little bit but fell short there in the end. Um, so it's it's going to be key for Iowa State to kind of mirror that a little bit. They're, they've got to be the ones uh, that don't turn the ball over. They've got to have uh, good ball control and, and, you know, work the time of possession a little bit. Um, they are one of the least penalized teams in the country. That has to continue. Um, but then I think you talk about the importance of, of getting an eighth win in the regular season. Iowa State, um, you know, that's kind of rare territory. They've only won nine games. Uh, I know for sure one in 2000, but maybe, maybe one other time, uh, if that's the only time. Um, they still have the opportunity to do, to do that if they beat Kansas State uh, and then go win a bowl game, too. So while the Big 12 championship game is obviously really slim at this point, they have, a, have to have a lot of stuff go their way closely win. Um, I think uh, getting a win here, finishing 8-4, and four, uh, with a chance for a ninth win in the bowl game when you consider what the last few years have been like is, is huge for this team. So I think that's kind of um, where the stakes lie. Uh, dual threat quarterback in Skylar Thompson, uh, who was uh, really good against Oklahoma State on the road, I might add, uh, in Stillwater. That was an impressive win for K State as they get the get bowl eligible. Hey, Dylan, before we uh, before we let you go, I know I know you were in Waco and you uh, you know you weren't with the team uh, in South Carolina. You were with Tommy Birch in a bar in, at the airport in <laughs> Dallas watching uh, yesterday yeah, right. as you guys tried to make your way home. Um, but you look at the team that the team that got on the airplane to go to this tournament, as opposed to the one that got off the airplane with, uh, last night. This is an entirely different group. Uh, what what a change uh, a weekend makes. Those three games, they grew each and every one of those games. I'll be honest, Dylan. I thought this was going to be an historically 
abysmal year after the UW-Milwaukee game. Now there seems to be maybe a little bit. I'm not saying they're going to win the Big 12. I'm not saying they're going to finish in the upper half of the conference. But this is a lot better. You feel a lot better today about the Iowa State hoopsters than you did uh, this time, uh, you know, middle of the week last week. Right. They'll, they'll certainly have their struggles. So once they get into Big 12 play and see teams the size and some of that. But I think you got to feel really good about where, what they found in themselves in South Carolina. Obviously, getting Cameron Lard and Hans Race back and into the lineup, maybe a little bit of size and just maybe more depth, frankly, uh, so guys can you can kind of play with the lineup a little bit. And if somebody has an off night, you can go to somebody else. Moving Nick Wiley back to point guard and having Lindell Wickington and Donovan Jackson play off the ball uh, in a primary role, I thought was huge. And Nick Wiley Babb played really, really well in that role. He was a scorer, he was a facilitator, he didn't turn the ball over. Uh, I, I just thought he played really well, and Steve Crow might have found something there uh, moving him to that role. It's kind of an unconventional look, having Wilder Babs be more of a wing-type player uh, play there, but um, they're going to have to just try stuff like that and find what works. But I think that's the biggest thing, is they sort of to find a little bit of an identity and, and have kind of a base to go to and some, some things to look back as, as having been successful. So I think... It's huge for that team as they kind of look ahead to the rest of the non-conference and then obviously the Big 12, um, you know, it's always rugged. So it's going to be interesting, but really, really kind of a good turnaround for them from what uh, we saw in the first two games. And they don't play a road game. They'll play a neutral site game against UNI. They don't play on the road till January. So the the Big Four Classics there. The neutral site, yeah. Are you sure? Western Illinois, Northern Illinois, home for Iowa, Alcorn State, UNI in Des Moines. Maryland Eastern Shore. Then they open up their first two in Big 12 play, both at home, Kansas State and Texas, wow. before heading down to Oki State. Chance for a run all of a sudden. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's kind of the hmm. maybe uh, the, it's not the sexiest non-conference schedule in the world, obviously, but for this team, when you are trying to find yourself a little bit, I think it kind of sets up nicely where you can go and, and, and see some positive reinforcement or really kind of test some things out at home. Uh, where you're comfortable playing, and, and you know you don't have to go with all the rigors in the road. But it, it'll be interesting, kind of how they they deal with these games coming up before they get to get to Big Twelve play. But that that is something that that home schedule is, is that long. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. Dylan, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you guys too. Take care. Thanks, Dylan. It. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune, checking in on Iowa State, both the football which he covered and uh, Iowa State basketball, which looks a whole lot shinier today. Trent Condon and than uh, a week ago, you know, everyone Iowa will finally go in, beat him in Hilton. Slow down. Well, this Suddenly, game today was alarming to me. Eighty seventy one, raging Cajuns. With the win over the Hawks, picked Hawkeyes. off your unbeaten Hawks to this point. <laughs> oh, I, I got plenty of uh, comments on Twitter. Maybe this is why they weren't scheduling teams yeah. in the top 150. The RPI. Well, you and John Miller both on that uh, <laughs> that bandwagon. No, I, I I'm kind of getting the reason, seeing the reason uh, the other side of that argument today, Trent. Yeah, that's an indicator. Uh, we'll take a timeout. We're going to do a little bit of NFL. We haven't touched on the NFL, including the Vikings over the Rams yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, how impressive was that? This Vikings team is fun to watch. They're good. So are the Eagles. Very true. So are the Eagles. But watching this Vikings team, um, I Defense like watching them. They are, aren't they? Yeah.
Yeah. Don't I, tell my wife, but I really enjoy watching the Vikings. Do you? Yeah. Eesh. The Vikings, we watched a lot more Vikings than we did Bears-Lions So I didn't, I didn't see you play your Bears game yeah. yesterday. I mean... They opened up the offense a little bit more. Trubisky take a step forward, is that what yes, you're saying? Yeah. yeah, had the drive to get him in field goal range and... well. Connor Barth missed it. Connor Puke got it exactly as you did. But that's exactly what you want, right? Hang in the game, see some positives. Yeah. Though Leonard Floyd, he's screwed. Has there been any determination? I haven't seen anything officially. What did he say after the game? It looks real serious or something like that. Serious, yeah. Which uh, that was certainly a damper. But Mm -hmm. hey, you're in the game, you saw some positives, and you lose. That's what you want to do as a bad football team. And your draft pick continues to be top five. Yep. You're not going to the playoffs anyway. No. Take the take the baby steps forward, see some progress, but don't give up on that good dra- the top three, top five draft pick. What in God's name were the Giants doing yesterday? <sighs> don't win that game. Yeah. Yeah, the second go, one. Go of the to year. overtime, just Eli, run out of the back of the end zone, take a safety. Let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. My team did their part yesterday, yeah. too. They weren't even trying. Cincinnati Bengals took it to the Denver Broncos. How about the decision to have that game as the yeah, what local was the, game? I, so, but, so the alternative would have been New England and Raiders. Oakland. Yes. Cincinnati, Denver? Why? I agree with you. I mean, you got Why? a chance to have Tom Brady and Belichick yes. on your TV. Right. And the Raiders move the needle. I mean, the Raiders, mm. for crying out right. loud. Bengals? Yeah, I don't get it. Mm. Don't get that one at Come all. Come on, Garvin. Uh, we'll take a time out, uh, Nick Athen. On the suddenly faltering Kansas City Chiefs, AFC West, which was, you know, back in August, the no doubt about it, best division in football. Not so much. Not even close. We'll take a time out. Nick Athen is next. Trent and I are here with you until 2, as we are every Monday through Friday on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Gentlemen, start your ovens. If you're a chef, a foodie, or a guy who likes to cook, we've got the perfect event for you. Guys Night Out, December 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. at Bolton and Hay. Come enjoy savory snacks and beer tastings while you check out the latest and greatest cooking supplies and accessories. Find the perfect kitchen equipment and utensils. Bolton and Hay, 2701 Delaware, Des Moines, and online at boltonhay.com. That's boltonhay.com. Don't miss Guys Night Out, December 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. We can really make you cook. 
When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable towing. Do you see cracks in your foundation, brick, or drywall, or doors and windows that stick? These are all signs of serious settlement issues. Call Midwest Basement Systems for all things basementy. Basement waterproofing, basement structural repair, foundation settlement repair, and wall straightening and bracing too. Our engineered solutions will stabilize and lift your home back to level, putting you back on solid ground. Call Midwest Basement Systems today. It's Black Friday at JCPenney. Save up to 40% on your favorite appliance brands. Plus, get up to 36 months special financing on qualifying appliance purchases made by November 29th. Plus, get up to a $500 Visa prepaid card. Add it up, these Black Friday deals can't be beat. JCPenney. Available in select stores. Some exclusions apply. Subject to credit approval. Must request at time of purchase. Minimum monthly payments required. Visa prepaid card offer valid on major appliances purchased November 1st through the 29th, starting at $398 or more per appliance, excluding accessories. Some restrictions and exclusions apply. See store associate or jcp.com slash appliances for details. Hey, girl, have you done something new with your scales? Using new moisturizer? Nice. It really brings out the hazel in your eyes. Oh, hold on. Are you using whitening strips, too? Your fangs look good, girl. Really good. A really charming snake charmer? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to Geico. Wait, what? Have you been doing Pilates, too? Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Bellagio. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Let's spend a few minutes talking about 1700 KBGG's NFL team. The Kansas City Chiefs play here home and away all season long. A Chiefs team that started out 5-0 and uh, has now lost four of their last five. Their only win coming against the uh, hapless Denver Broncos uh, in that time frame. Speaking of hapless, the Giants were. They've got two wins. Uh, their second came yesterday against the AFC West leaders. Let's get to Nick Athen, get his take on what is going on with this Kansas City Chiefs team. Uh, Nick Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. Losers of yep. four out of the last five. I did not see this coming, Nick. I really didn't. I thought after the first couple of weeks, you beat the Patriots, you beat the Eagles, yep. the best team in the NFC. You know what? There's a chance that the AFC is going through Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, boy, that seems like a long time ago, Nick Athen. Yeah, they beat the two best teams in football right now, back-to-back weeks, and and uh, kind of won some games after that, struggled a little bit. And uh, then that Raiders game happened, and I, I I sensed there was a shift in the mojo, and that loss just really, they have not recovered from that Raiders loss, and they, they've shown it. I mean, that's the, really the last time they put up a lot of points. They haven't played well defensively. Well, they haven't played well defensively pretty much all year with the exception of yesterday, but that's yeah, a pretty depleted offensive team with the with the New York Giants, but you know I, I think uh, they're they're in an identity crisis. I think the, the, the coaching staff is. I think the players are, and Andy Reid has changed his offense. He's gone back to dink and dunk. Doesn't allow Alex Smith to really throw the ball down the field. He still can't settle on five offensive linemen, and his best offensive lineman, and Paul Inger is still on the bench, even though he's recovering from surgery. He's been practicing for five weeks. It just it just doesn't make any sense to me. So I, I, I got to put this all on Andy Reid right now. He's 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 changed uh, what was working, and he's trying to do things differently. He's gotten it in his own head, and it's very familiar. We saw this in Philadelphia, and we've seen it in Kansas City. And I I really thought he'd have learned his lesson, but apparently not. Travis Kelsey, uh, he throws a pass. Yeah, what's that all about? Again, I, it makes no sense to me. All this trickery <laughs> and all this. This garbage stuff, I mean, the, the Giants, if they had any strength at all, it was up the middle. Their interior defense is pretty good. But what did we kept trying to do? We kept trying to run up the middle, and we're doing trick plays. I mean, had Kelsey just took off and ran? I mean, he had a wide-open field. He could have got at least a 20-, 30-yard gain. You know, and again, I don't know why he threw it, and it made no sense to even call that play in that situation. You want to take time off the clock, and you want to set up a, at a minimum to get a field goal. And, and again, just poor clock, clock management. Poor execution by this offense, poor play calling. And then Alex Smith has gone back to being Alex Smith. I mean, let's be honest, Travis Kelsey's ball was the hardest ball thrown, you know, all afternoon by any quarterback. Hmm. Nick Athen is our guest, uh, Chiefs Insider on Twitter. So, Nick, how do they how do they turn it around? I mean, the next couple of weeks, the Bills and the Jets uh, before finishing Raiders, Chargers, Dolphins, and Broncos. So there's a lot of winnable football games out there. A two-game lead in the AFC West. Um, you certainly want to get back into the win column. How will they? How will they turn this around? Well, the Bills are reeling. So you know, I, I actually thought in the beginning of the season that this would be a really tough game. I mean, what's, the Chiefs are facing the three worst opponents, uh, the four worst opponents that they have in their history: Cowboys, Giants, Bills, and Jets. They always lose against those teams, especially when they're on the road, either in Dallas or they're in New York. So they've only got one of those games at home this weekend against Buffalo. And then they're going to have to go right back to, to the Jets and, and try and play, try and get a win there in a place they just don't win. I mean, I think Chris Stones is the last time running back for the Chiefs, the last time they won there. But 
you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they need to bench Alex Smith and put Patrick Mahomes in. I don't know if they, you know, someone needs to, to, to make Andy Reid accountable, but this is the problem. You know, there's just no accountability. There's no accountability by anybody on offense. There's no accountability on defense. The head coach says we got to do a better job, and I keep waiting for him to do a better job. So is it fixable? Sure. I mean, should they should they win out? Absolutely. They should be 12-4 and four when all this mess is all over with. But, you know, they're playing down to their competition, and they've been playing down to their competition for the last last month, and that's really hurt them. And even in the Denver game, I mean, you know, had they faced a better quarterback, they would have lost that football game. So, you know, I think it's gut check, gut check time. I think that people just got to start, start manning up. I mean, you know, the defense showed some life, but they're not getting to the quarterback. They're not trying. I mean, guys are quitting on plays on defense. I mean, I, I don't know, guys. I just don't understand it. I, I didn't see that part of it coming. Uh, but, uh, you know, someone needs to do, an, uh, you know, uh, uh, a come-to-Jesus moment in that locker room. If it didn't happen after the game, it better happen on uh, when they report back on um, Wednesday. And, and, and they need to have some player-only meetings. And, and they need to just basically grow up, man up, and start playing football like they're capable of. You mentioned Mahomes. Is there a growing sentiment of that in Kansas City? Seeing, hey, it's not working with Alex Smith. We've seen what it's been over the last five, six years. It's time to turn the right. page. Yeah, I think it, I, I personally think it is. I mean, I know it's risky, but you do have a two-game lead. Um, you're facing, you know, inferior uh, opponents. Yeah. You'll you'll get a big jump uh, from the emotional lift. You'll get fans, the fan base excited. You'll get the players excited. I mean, again, I told you this guy several times. I've talked to some players, and and they just marvel at what this kid does in practice, and they can't wait till he gets on the field. And, and trust me, there isn't a person on that offensive line in the wide receiver, tight end, running back meeting, or even some of the coaches that can't 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 wait till this kid gets on the field. And Al Smith is playing like, you know, his his career in Kansas City is over. And I, I don't think they can risk it. They need to find a spark plug. And quite honestly, if Andy Reid isn't gonna do it, uh, then they need to put the kid in and see what he can do. And I, I listen, it can't be any worse than Al Smith, you know, if he throws a couple of picks, but you know some of those long passes and some of the wide open receivers He's not going to miss them, or at least he's going to put it in the ballpark to where these guys can run under and catch up to it or get it close. So um, I, I think there is some sentiment. I, I think there's been some sentiment for a couple of weeks, and I think that's why they're not letting Alex Smith throw the ball down the field because they've lost confidence in him. Um, the dink and dunk stuff doesn't work, and he's been dinking and dunking for four games now, and it, it just doesn't work. Nick Athen, uh, Chiefs Insider, Chiefs, uh, and uh, the Buffalo Bills coming up this Sunday. Nick, happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate you coming on. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Yep, talk to you next week. Nick Athen chiming in on the Chiefs, who suddenly, Trent, have lost four out of five. <laughs> like they got a two-game lead. It, it's not time for Pat Mahomes. I, I'm a huge fan of Pat Mahomes. Yes, uh, you, I know this well. Uh, but, but it's not time for him. Look, Alex Smith has gone from MVP, maybe favorite, early in the year. Right. To to a guy that's teetering on losing his job, there's, there's, Chiefs have more problems than Alex Smith, I think. Okay, you don't. I just Alex Smith is what he is. He's not. Alex Smith was a different quarterback in September and October. He was a different quarterback in Week One. If you look at the number, I read an article about this. And people okay. throughout September and into October mm-hmm. talking about. His actual numbers, downfield passing, the big biggest part of that, mm-hmm. was very similar to what he's been throughout his career. But I think more than anything, it was that first game and the shots that they took in that game that said, oh, we got a different quarterback here. And then they were winning. And what kind of led to that line of thinking Well, we, it goes back to preseason, too. And I know preseason is a different animal. Yeah. But you can remember the preseason 
it's a different Alex Smith. He's being pushed by Pat Mahomes. Somebody's finally lit a fire underneath him, right? He's got some competition in the quarterback room now. And I still think, I, I like Alex Smith. I'll be the first to admit it. I I, I wouldn't give if up. If I want to go 10-6, and six, I like Alex Smith. Yeah. If I want to win a Super Bowl, All I don't right. like Alex Smith. All right, that's fair. And this team's had enough talent to at least contend. They're still going to win the West, don't you think? I mean, the Chargers are two games back. They two games st- back. And they, and they played once, and Kansas City beat them in that win streak to start the year. There was their third game of the year. So they've still got to play the Chargers. Chargers have to beat the Cowboys to even be in the conversation. Yeah. But but let me ask you this right now, because Kansas City finds themselves at 6-4. and four. What wins the division? Does 9-7 and seven win you that division? Does 10-6? and 10-6 six? and six is a lock. Ten and six, but can nine and seven win that division? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it's going to be. The way Kansas City has played, They're as inept struggling. as they look, how's the offensive line just collapse? Yeah. Like, I know they've been dinged up, but they got pieces. Mm-hmm. They have a little bit of depth. Here's the here's the good news. If you're a Chiefs fan, I think their two most likely losses on the, of the uh, six games that are left. Well, let me get your take. Who are yeah. the two most likely losses here? Uh, home to Bills, at Jets, home to Raiders, home to Chargers, home to Dolphins, at Broncos. Who are your most likely losses? Chargers. And? At Jets? No, I'd say, wouldn't you say Raiders? But they're both at Arrowhead. Right, that, that's the part. The two toughest games was going to be my point. I think are both in their home ballpark. Right, yep. Yeah, I agree with you there. I was I was looking at the Chargers schedule, too. They've got four out of their remaining six games are at at Arrowhead Stadium. Huge home field advantage. So you mentioned the Chargers this week, Thanksgiving, at the Cowboys. They get the Browns at home after that. Win. Redskins at home. I mean, that's a team that's so up and down. They are, yeah. At the Chiefs. Huge game. At the Jets. Winnable. Yeah. And then the Raiders at home. Chargers are alive. Two and four and back. six, they win five of their last six. We talked about Nine it last week. Is there a team that's got six losses that could potentially get in? Mm-hmm. And I think we both kind of zeroed in on the Chargers. Maybe that if, if, if there was going <laughs> right. to be that team. Uh, we've got uh, like 30 seconds left. You and Jimmy B are going to entertain us from four until six today. Yes. Pressure's on. Uh, <laughs> what, have, what have you got planned? Uh, more reaction to Hawkeye basketball and football. Steve Batterson will be stopping by. We'll talk with him. Pete Mundo on the Big 12. And Iowa State still with that chance. They need a big upset. They need a lot of things to go their way. But they can still get into the Big 12 championship game. We'll talk with Pete Mundo about that as well. All right, good stuff. Jimmy B and TC, 4 until 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow from noon until 2. We appreciate you listening, folks. Local sports over your lunch hour. It's the Ken Miller Show here Monday through Friday on 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Trust, quality, value. 
Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Now, we'd never tell you what kind of truck to drive, but what kind of snow plow? Well, that's a different story. For more than 65 years, Fisher Plows have been getting the job done reliably and efficiently. From heavy-duty commercial plows, V-plows to break through deep snow drifts, or a personal snow plow for your half-ton truck, you'll find the Fisher Plow that's right for your need at Shuling Hitch in Des Moines and Ames. It's time to upgrade your blade with a new Fisher Plow from Shuling Hitch. Visit ShulingHitch.com. Did I hear that right? Is Central Iowa Vapors really having a $15.95 Black Friday deal? Yep, you heard it right. Central Iowa Vapors is offering a starter kit for as low as $15.95. Wow, that means I gotta tell my mom, my dad, maybe even my aunt and uncle. Pretty much anyone I know that smokes, I need to tell about this. That's right. Black Friday is right around the corner. Stop in for a starter kit for as low as $15.95. Visit iowaesigs.com for location details. And always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, the Funky Zebras Clive, Phone and Fix, and Hawkeye in Western wear. We alarm our houses and we alarm our cars. But when it comes to your personal information, it can be tough to know when something isn't right. That's where Discover Card can help. Now, we'll send you an alert if we find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. And this service is free for card members. Just sign up online. It's our way of looking out for you, not just your account. Learn more at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash promo. That's Indeed.com slash promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. 